There's a very famous woman who's been uh, married. Uh, they're they're going to celebrate their 28th wedding anniversary next month. Okay. So this couple uh, has been married for a long time. Ron, how long have you been married? 25? Uh, I always forget. Seven, 27. 27. Oh. So you're just about as long. Picture somebody married just about as long as Ron Eastwood. Yeah. So this very famous person has a podcast episode. And in the latest episode said that young couples, especially when they have small children, struggle to deal with tiredness, stress, and sharing roles, and they give up on their relationship because of it. Yeah. The person said, quote, you've got to know that there are going to be times, long periods of time, when you can't stand each other. Mm -hmm. There were times when I wanted to push my husband out the window. (laughs) And I say that because it's like you've got to know the feelings will be intense, but that doesn't mean you quit. And these periods can last a long time. They can last years. Because people don't want to talk about the difficult periods, often young couples want to give up when they face difficulties because they think they're broken. She added, quote, I just want to say, look, if it breaks a marriage, then my husband and I would have broken off and on throughout our marriage. Mm -hmm. But we have a very strong marriage, and if we'd given up on it, If I had walked away from it in those tough times, then I would have missed all the beauty that there was as well. And then this person also asserted that having children dramatically changed the dynamic. Hello. And she said, I would not trade in the kids, but whoo, they can mess up a marriage. Man. we're about to do? We're about to get real. We're about to have conversations that Christians have behind closed doors. The scary ones. The ones that make you feel uncomfortable. That's where we're going. Why? Because we're family. Ustedes son mi familia. So this is the Brian and Janelle podcast. She's Janelle and I'm Brian. If you don't want to miss anything, all you have to do is just hit that subscribe button to get a notification whenever we drop a new episode. This is the Brian and Janelle Podcast. So a very famous woman who shall remain nameless, uh, she said that young couples, especially when they have small children, struggle to deal with tiredness, stress, and sharing roles, and they give up on their relationship. Because ultimately, no one's told them about these hard seasons, and they think there's something wrong. And she said, you've got to know that there are going to be times, long periods of time, when you can't stand each other. And she goes on to say more, but I think that encapsulates pretty much the whole thing. And then she indicates how kids kind of mess everything up. You love them, but they mess everything up. All up, yep. And Janelle (laughs) talked about they had seasons like that. So this person is asserting that there could be years where you feel like tossing somebody out the window, but it's worth sticking through it. And in particular, having a kid is so hard for women because you got to watch the man basically unaffected by this. Oh, yeah. And it causes resentment. She said... I had to be there and I had to go and it was my body and my husband was still sort of bopping around living his life. The resentment starts to build up or it started to. It's like, well, what happened to the unit? What happened to my best friend? Mm -hmm. What happened to my buddy who's at the gym? It's like, are you at the gym? (laughs) Basically, and I'm sitting here like a beached whale and there's nothing I can do about it. And you feel pretty good. Yeah. I would go as far as to, like, I thought this was funny. It really was if you're not married to a person. Uh, I'd, I'd wake up and Sarah would be like, oh man, sleep my back, my baby. And I'd be like, I slept great. Oh, 
I don't know. <laughs> Feeling good, actually. Pretty no. well rested. There was periods of time where she couldn't sleep at all. Yeah. Let's evaluate whether these things are actually a normative experience, or are they maybe just this famous person? Hmm. Yeah. We'll keep talking about that in a few minutes. I'll quiz Janelle. Janelle can quiz me. We'll bug That's Ron about right. it. Mm-hmm. Dana, if you're listening, change the channel so Ron can be honest. <laughs> Len, just leave it there. We'll be <laughs> Brian and Janelle here, and uh, we, we're talking a little bit about marriage. A very famous woman in a podcast episode talked about the fact that in her marriage of 28 years, there weren't just seasons, there can be years where you're so frustrated with your spouse because of just life circumstances. Yeah. You sometimes feel like shoving them out a window. Feel like. You don't do it. Mm-hmm. You feel like it. Yeah. And that's figurative language, of course. Well, yeah, yeah. And then this person also goes on to say that kids are great, but they tend to mess up a relationship. Mm-hmm. And there can really be some resentment, particularly when a woman's experiencing pregnancy and like and like nursing and things like that. Well, yeah, there's that. There's teens. Like when I saw that, I'm like, when I was pregnant, I felt that. But now I'm like, no, like when they're 10, when they're 13, when they're 18, <laughs> you know, like there's always seasons in kids' lives. I get it. When you're pregnant, it's there's the imbalance. So the question becomes, is it normative to be able to tell a couple, a young couple, listen, you're going to have seasons where you really don't like each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... And it could go for years, but it's worth sticking it out. Years. So we're talking about a famous woman, a very famous woman in a podcast episode. So they've been married 28 years to their spouse. And that you've got to know, she said, you've got to know there's going to be tough times, long periods of time when you can't stand each other. There were times when I wanted to push him out the window, right? And I say that because it's like, you've got to know the feelings will be intense, but that doesn't mean you quit. And the periods can last a long time. They can last years. And we already got a really interesting text. This is why we're talking about this. So this text says, we're a young married couple and we can't imagine years. Do you mean little or big fires randomly spread throughout or a continuous every day, I want to throw you out the window type situation? That does not seem healthy or like a relationship, especially in Christ. This is why we're talking about this, because young couples have those questions like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let me say that this person, I think they're using hyperbolic language when they say throw someone out a window. Mm -hmm. It's just meaning that this person irritates you. Yeah, to the and point you that really you're like, don't Ugh. like them. Yeah, but Ruth Graham once was being interviewed, um, wife of Billy Graham, and uh, they, you know, it was probably a women's magazine, and they said, "Well, Ruth, tell us the truth. Do you do you struggle in marriage with with Billy? Do you guys have have you ever thought of divorce?" And Ruth looked at her and said, "Divorce? No." Murder? Well, maybe. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. That's wow. That's funny. obviously tongue in cheek. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But that set the tone that yeah, even Ruth and Billy Graham had some problems along the way. But this is why we talk about this because again, this famous person indicated that young couples that don't hear about these difficult seasons, mm-hmm. seasons, yeah, multiple. and then when they come up, it breaks them and they give up. So. Let's start with Janelle, ladies first. (laughs) Well, I'll include myself in the young couple, although I know you're talking about the younger couple. Oh, stop it. (laughs) 
<laughs> How long have you been married? I know, right? 21 years. Oh, please. Okay. See, and that's my issue. I don't think it's just young couples. I don't think it's just couples with younger kids. And if I was in this podcast with her, it would be like, I would make this last forever. Because I would be like, no, dude, we cannot have a marriage where this is lasting so long. And this is where Len and I differ. Because when we have those seasons, which we've had, I worry. And I'm always like, we got to talk about it. And we got to resolve this. And what's wrong with us? And I want to address it. And he tells me, there's ups and downs in marriage. We're in this for the long run. Like, you got to calm down. It's okay. There's going to be times. And so he kind of just cruises through it. Not that he says, let's not resolve it. But he embraces what this person says. There's going to be those seasons, you know. And so although he says we can talk through it and figure it out, he's not like me where I'm like, no, we got to fix this. Because my concern is how long is too long? How long do you have to go to the point where you say, whoa, we're developing a pattern where we can become the marriage where when the kids leave, now we don't have a relationship and we don't have a friendship. And Can I nudge you a bit? I want to nudge yeah. you because you're my friend. Yeah, go ahead. And you're going first, so it's easier to nudge you. Right. <laughs> you've, <laughs> you've told me before yeah. that you had a season of about nine months. Oh, yeah. Where you kind of resented your husband. Yes. Yeah. And you defined that season as generally speaking, resenting your husband. Not that there weren't moments where he made you laugh or that you kissed him or that you're like, oh, I'm glad I'm married to you. But in hindsight, you define it as resent. Yeah. And that was, remind us, because you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, I was was, uh, during a pregnancy. Why? Seriously? Oh, my goodness. Well, no, I mean, quite frankly, we have young couples listening. One of them texted us that said, really? It could go nine months? You don't have a healthy marriage. That was a separate, that was a different situation. Look at you trying to make... No, because physiologically speaking and emotionally speaking, I was somewhere else. But it was during, it wasn't my first pregnancy. It was later on and it was just not good. Like I was really irritated that I was pregnant. And it's not that it was about the kid. We always wanted six kids. So we knew we wanted kids. It was just the timing and then I had a baby at the same time, like nursing and I was very irritated. And so even when she's like, oh, he went to the gym. Len is so amazing. He was right next to me rubbing my back when I was throwing up. Oh, he was super supportive. I was frustrated that I'm like, you get to rub my back and I'm sick. <laughs> so I would even say like, don't touch me. Like, please leave the room. So Because I was irritated that I'm like, I'm stuck with this. Like, I'm pregnant for nine months with a nursing baby. But I think if, you, if you're a woman and you're listening, I don't know. I don't want to give us a check during that time. But emotionally speaking, like, I don't know if I was in the right, if I would count that. And again, I, I'm not bringing this up as a point of blame because Sarah and I have a very similar experience I'm happy to share. But, and, and I will in a moment. Mm-hmm. But the reality is that whatever the cause, no one was malicious. No, Nobody no, no. was being a bad person. No. I mean, we're all sinners, but. We were in the grind of, yeah, little kids. You would define the season as one of resentment and conflict, right? right. Nine months, Janelle. Yeah. Nine months is a long time. So to me, that story ultimately proves the hyperbolic example of what this famous person is saying, that even a Christian couple 
could go through it. I guess when you bring up that example, it makes me say, okay, well, like literally I'm in the room, I'm in the, in the delivery room laughing, kick, uh, kissing the baby. And then like the funny story is that he's like, really after nine months, now you're all set. So you can, yeah, <laughs> like, that? yeah, he's like, really? <laughs> you weren't doing that for nine months. But doesn't that show you the intensity of that nine months if Len's reaction was that? Because he's a, he's a yeah. kind and caring yeah. man. But that's why I don't want to include that because you could say, okay, well, that's the emotion of pregnancy or whatever. There's other situations where like the grind of life is intense, stress is at work, or you're changing because you're getting older, or seasons because you have teenage kids. When you're pregnant, you could say, oh, we're pregnant and it's nine months. When you don't have a situation like that, to me, the challenge is, wait, hold up. Is our marriage okay? Like, are we going to be okay? If I don't like you, and I feel like she says, where I can almost push you out a window, and two years go by, at what point do I say, no, this is a season, or man, we have to worry. Like, we're growing apart. That's the fear. Well, when she says marriages quit, you do get to the point where you're like, hold up, this may not be a season. And I think that's where that young couple's coming from. Like, when do you worry? I like what she says. Len tells me that. Oh, you have seasons. But I think you, that can put you in a dangerous situation. And see, I, I would say you, of course you, you worry. You get to a point, you go, this has been going on for a long time. Yeah. And then you work on it. Because Christian marriage is one of commitment. Do you see what I mean? Like, and, and, I'm, and perhaps this is just a difference in how a woman views those nine months in a man. But I don't want to run too far past that one. Because yeah. even this famous person brought up the season of pregnancy. Those nine months still count in your marriage. Yeah, they do. I mean, it counted for him. No, you, yes. you had a legitimate excuse to yeah. be irritable and frustrated. No one's claiming you didn't. But to Len, that was nine months yeah. where he probably didn't like being around you very They're much. Right, right. And so... And to the point that when the kid's born, he's like, wow, now you're fine? <laughs> exactly. Now, yeah. And I only bring that up because that's a long time. Yeah, nine months a time. is a long time. And if you told a young couple, by the way, when you get married, you're going to have nine months minimum, where the totality of that nine months, the memory will be, I didn't like my spouse very much. Yeah. And it's going to be okay. That's the thing, right? You guys made it. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. I think there's other seasons too where- Yeah, when you can't attach that to a pregnancy- Sure. How do you know, man, we're not okay? We're broken. That's what she says. A lot of couples feel like they're in that season and they quit because they feel like they're broken. Because we don't have these conversations. We don't have other couples saying, no, dude, like we went through it. We and have we're, Christian and couples we're good. faking it around us. Yes. Mm. Who so, never reveal they've had struggles. You look at a couple, you go, wow. Oh, you guys have never argued. If, if someone says that to you, you better laugh. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> exactly. Because the, we can't send that lie to people because in Hollywood, what happens is you have a great marriage until you get into a major conflict or a difficult season, and then you break up. And in Christian marriage, that's not how it works. Mm -hmm. The only difference is we stay together. Yeah. That's the only difference. And I, I know I've made Janelle go first. Yes. And we got to talk about how you I want to hear, but I want to hear from Ron too. <laughs> but I will go What is up exactly? No, no, I'll, I'll go next. Yes, I'm please. happy to go next. Thank you. As we continue talking about this, because I want to free young Christian couples from the idea that the whole story of marriage is one of bliss. A lot of it is. But it's it, worth it. It's yeah. amazing. I wouldn't trade it for the world. I love my wife more than I can possibly imagine. I love her more today than I did yesterday. But we've had hard seasons. Yeah, it's hard. And, yeah. I'm, and I can't do anything but be honest about it. 
Interestingly yeah. enough, it was pregnancy with a second child that became oh, the, the biggest thing. challenge. Wow, that's crazy. Though I think, we got to warn our kids. Well, and those for us, they were 17 months apart. Yeah. Two and three were 13 months apart. And Sarah acted really well with her resentment. But th- yeah. those were really, really hard seasons yeah. for us. Yeah. Um, that would be very similar to what you described. So I won't belabor that point. Yeah. But you you talked about there are other seasons as well where we struggle yeah. with each other. And I want to get to that because there's always the hope. When you're going through pregnancy, there's like, oh, you know, you expect the whole emotional and the, she's tripping and then the baby's born. And then you got other challenges. As you move further along in life and you're dealing with aging parents, stress at work, you're aging or you're changing the teenage years, the complications. Oh, my goodness. I told you that story about when the kids were all gone one week. And Len and I sat in the back and we're having dinner laughing. Then he looked at me. He's like, hold up. Like, we're good. Our marriage is awesome. And we realized, like, the egos and agendas and just stuff with the kids clouds and muddles our relationship. Not the kids aren't worth it. They're absolutely worth it. And I would have six more if my body could. But it's not just the kids. It's also life and work and, and aging parents. What I'm saying is, what do you do with this? Daniel asked, but these seasons of resentment don't last years, right? How long does it take to see something is wrong? How long does it take to communicate one's frustration? If it takes years, doesn't that indicate a larger communication problem is going on? I don't want to focus on the period of time. Really? Why? Because you don't quantify it when you're in it. I can tell you about seasons. Sarah and I have had really rough seasons, but I can't tell you how long they were. I can't quantify it because I wasn't keeping track. I wasn't like one day going, you know what? There's something wrong. I'm going to mark this day as the start okay. and let's yeah. go find the end again. I have but they felt were long those periods. seasons. And that's what I'm telling you. When I go to Len and I say, dude, we got problems. He'll tell me, yeah, that's what happens with marriage. We're good. We'll talk through it, but we're okay. And so what side then do you play in? Is it the, well, there's ups and downs. Is it the, no, we're good. And how do you recognize that you're developing a pattern. I want to fix it. You're, and I don't think it's one side or the other. So how do you navigate and deal with the tension? And I think people, like th- this famous person made it all seem very dramatic. Yes. Like every day you feel like throwing someone out a window is what they indicated. Right. And I don't think that's the feel of it. Mm-hmm. To me, it's a, where you look back like you did over that nine months of pregnancy and, and you go, that was defined by resentment. Yes. Even right. though that wasn't the constant feeling. Yeah, there oh, were probably happy days. I see. Yeah. Len brought you ice cream or yes. something. And- Rub my back. Yeah. But maybe 51% <laughs> of the time, you were like, I can't believe this man did this to me. Yeah. And look at all these things he gets to do when I'm stuck here. And you had this, this internal dialogue going, a frustration that wasn't so acute that you guys were screaming at each other every day. No, 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 no. It's that it defined the season. That's more what I'm talking about. And I think those are harder to identify. And so once you identify, that's when you have to address it. But just to give people freedom about how dramatic it can be, I vividly remember mm-hmm. Sarah and I had our, our second home together in, in Minneapolis. I don't remember exactly th- – this is where the quantification is difficult. I don't know how long the season had lasted. Yeah. But we were driving each other nuts. Did we get along? Yeah. I mean, we weren't screaming at each other all the time. 
But we both recognized there was a problem to the point that we sat down in our basement. I remember she sat in a recliner and I kind of sat on my knees in front of her in the recliner and I looked her in the eye and I said, I need to talk to you about something. I need you to know that I love you so very much, but I just don't like you very much right now. Yeah. And she looked at me and she said, I'm glad you said that because I love you very much and I don't like you very much either. Yeah. (laughs) And there wasn't laughter at the end of that sentence. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. That's where we both had to look at each other and go, okay, we got an issue here. Yeah. And we yeah. started to define it. Now, in hindsight, we probably should have gone to marriage counseling at that point. Yes. That would have been the healthier road yeah. and probably the quicker road to recovery. But the point is, is that we didn't see that moment and go, well, you know what that means? Let's go get a lawyer. Right. That's where, that, oh, that's yeah. where oh, young couples yeah. that have never heard that this happens in Christian marriage, they, they let it fall apart. Yeah. That's where we had already committed. Like, like we say it more gentle than Len, but Len's got a line about Christian marriage. Yeah. That he only, said, what he is it? He tells me, neither one of us is leaving out of this one alive. That's what he said. <laughs> he told me years ago, you stuck. It's so gentle. <laughs> I know. It's so romantic in a Len way. Yeah. But, but no, for, <laughs> I mean, Sarah and I have our own version of that. Yeah. And, and our version of that is just like divorce is not an option oh, for yeah. us. It's not. It is not an option for us. And so at that moment where we looked at each other in the eyes and we very clearly without laughter or anything with really probably tears that we don't like each other very much. That was a moment where we had to double down and try to figure it out Yeah, and recognize we're in a tough season and it's going to be a tough road out. We're in a tough season. And so you work through it. That's the reason. We work through what you it. Do and here we are today. The other thing I want to say, and I know we won't resolve this. This is very much what I struggle with, understanding what to do with these because I am a fixer in the situation. The the non-intense seasons is what concerns me. You know, like you see the older couple, like when you stop holding hands or you stop spending time together or you stop looking each other, like those... Yeah, you lost that love and feeling. That's what I'm saying. And so I could say, oh, it's good. Like this happens, we're busy. And then you you slowly drift into a love, like a roommate relationship or the kids are gone. You hear the stories. And then suddenly you blink and you go, we've been doing this for a year. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Not that every day of the year you're like, this is the worst thing in the world. Yes. But you look back and you go, oh my goodness, we don't even hold hands anymore. And you don't want to be like Janelle, which is like, babe, like. We got to hold hands. Like, we got to fix this. You know, he tells me I'm very intense. But then what do you do? You can't just say, okay, that happens. Because I picture those are the marriages that 20 years later are then like have drifted apart. It's one year turns into five years, turns into 10. That's what I'm trying to learn. If I don't want to be intense about it, what do I do instead? Um, You have to regularly work on your relationship. But you're saying that anytime you have a conflict, you treat it like it's the end of your marriage. And that's not healthy either. Okay. Uh, but I think it's a couple can clearly come together and come to a point of agreement where you're like, we're struggling right now. Okay. Have you and you and Dan and I probably looked at each other and said yeah, that, right? Oh Ron. no, never happened. No. <laughs> you guys are um, awesome. But when you both sleeping bag on the couch, yeah, I've been there. Have you really? Yeah. yeah. See, Janelle? Wow. Yeah, that's helpful. I, I wish we had more time for Ron to share on this. Yeah. But you see what I'm saying? Like, to me, it's when you can both look at each other and go, wow, we really are struggling. Let's work on this together. That's when you know there's an issue. But if Janelle thinks every time you argue 
the marriage is about to end. That's, again, an equal, like equal leisure measure. Yeah, we got to fix. And that's exhausting. That Len tells me, you're treating a marathon like a sprint, and you're going to get tired. You're going to get burnt out. Like, this is Ooh. a marathon. So I get it. But, but I want to be proactive. That's the key, because each couple is so different. There, there could be somebody listening now who thinks we're all crazy, and the longest season they've had is two days. God bless you. True. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But you true. still had a season, didn't you? Yeah. And, I mean, you and Len are pretty stubborn people. Yeah. Sarah and I are pretty stubborn people. Yeah. And so I think the intensity of some of our conflicts is reflective in that. Yeah. But the all, all that idea. to say yeah. is you stick with it because that's what the Lord expects of us. You stick with it and talk about it. Tell people. You know, I think in the church, we don't do that enough. And then you, we, we talk about young couples, but even older couples in 20 years in marriage or 30 years still wonder, are we the only ones? Are we broken? And you're not. Hey, hold up. Where are you going? You know you liked your time with us. You want more. So look down, hit that button right there, subscribe, and you'll get updated episodes, and then you can hang some more. And guess what? You can help us. How? A five-star rating. You can also hang with us live weekday 6 to 9 a.m., interact with us, talk with us, download the Moody Radio app. Or at brianandjanelle.org. And we don't put all this together all by ourselves. There's some great people behind all this production. We want to thank Ron Eastwood, Kelly Ryder, Paul Carter, Mike Reynolds, and our awesome and fearless leader, Josue Villa. And finally, this podcast is a production of Moody Radio in Cleveland, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute. Well, Brian, that's a wrap. Yep.